0: It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. A Sitka man could spend a year in prison for the robbery of a downtown bar this spring. The crime was committed with a BB gun, and the net proceeds were about $7. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports.
1: The Sitka grand jury last month indicted 20-year-old John Horner Raffelli on one count of robbery in the first degree and one count of assault in the third degree, for standing by while an accomplice entered Ernie's bar through the back door just before midnight on March 13th, smashed the DJ's tip jar, and fled with its contents. According to the criminal complaint, Horner Raffelli is alleged to have waited in the alley with a handgun, while his 17-year-old accomplice, wearing a ski mask and a hoodie, stole the cash. Two bar patrons attempted to stop the robbery, but the 17-year-old escaped and joined Horner Raffelli, After a short foot chase up American Street, the patrons caught up to the pair and demanded the return of the money. Horner Raffelli allegedly pulled the gun from his waistband and pointed it at the head of one of the patrons, who, fearing for their lives, gave up the chase. Sitka police quickly apprehended the 17 year old near the Baranoff Elementary School playground. About an hour later, a search warrant was issued for his home on Flume Circle, where police recovered some torn bills in a backpack and other evidence from the crime. The bartender at Ernie's confirmed that they often placed torn, unusable cash in the tip jar as seed money. Other occupants of the home said that Horner Raffelli had come by shortly before the arrival of police but then left. Police issued an all-points bulletin for Horner Raffelli on social media, and a call came in at 10.30 the following morning that he was in the vicinity of the library. Horner Raffelli was apprehended and taken to the police station, where he admitted brandishing the gun, which was a BB gun, and purchasing a mocha and a bag of chips with the stolen cash, which amounted to no more than $7 in usable money. Horner Raffelli was charged with robbery in the first degree and taken into custody on $100,000 bail. In a plea deal with the state entered on April 25th, that charge was reduced to theft in the second degree, a charge of assault in the third degree was reduced to assault in the fourth degree. The deal stipulates one year of prison time for the crime. A May 1st hearing on the agreement was postponed until the public defender could discuss the terms with the defendant. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey.
0: A trial is set to start today in Ketchikan to determine if the posting of a traditional Southeast Native value in public schools violates the First Amendment. Two parents filed a lawsuit last year alleging that Ketchikan Charter School's use of one of the values, reverence for our creator, is an unconstitutional reference to religion. KRBD's Reagan Miller reports.
2: Is the traditional Klingit Haida, and Simshan value of showing reverence for our creator a religious idea? That's the question at the heart of a lawsuit filed by parents Justin Brees and Rebecca King against the Ketchikan Gateway Borough School District. That value is one of 14 developed by Alaska Native elders over a decade ago at the 2004 Elders Forum on Traditional Values. Posters featuring the 14 values hang on the walls of Ketchikan schools. Brees and King are asking a judge to order the district to remove the posters and stop using Reverence for Our Creator in a behavioral reward system. Brees declined to comment ahead of the trial, but he summarized his concerns at a school board meeting in April 2022.
1: My concern is, is that these aren't being included as any kind of lesson. These are just a posting that's made in every classroom in the school district, as far as I know. And I'd like some kind of direction to the superintendent to have it removed and maybe come up with a better plan.
2: Brees said he'd like to see the values used as part of a lesson on culture in the classroom, not posted in the school without explanation or context. Ketchikan School District has argued in court filings that reverence for our Creator isn't a religious value at its core. Attorneys for the district say the value is actually about showing respect for the natural world. Several prominent Southeast Native leaders plan to attend the trial to show support for the use of tribal values in schools. Shafieh Ish Richard Peterson is the president of the Central Council of Tlingit and Haida Indian Tribes of Alaska, which put together the list of values.
3: This represents who we are, and reverence for creator is one piece of that.
2: Peterson thinks a discussion about the value would have been more beneficial than a lawsuit.
3: I think rather than seeing a poster and taking issue with it, you might actually engage and learn about the people uh, who from these lands what what does it mean rather than litigating and saying, "I don't like your religious views, how about finding out what they even are?
2: Gloria Burns is the former president of Ketchikan's federally recognized tribe. She explained the meaning behind the values and says they're intertwined with the native way of life.
4: That aspect and that reverence for creation and uh, is a cornerstone of our culture, and you really can't talk about us as indigenous people, as people, first people of the land, when you omit that conversation.
2: Burns says the inclusion of tribal values in school programming helps keep indigenous students engaged in classes. And she says integrating tribal values is a step towards addressing historical wrongs.
4: I do believe that the school has a responsibility to step up and and recognize that, um, that our school systems and residential schools played an important role in the reason why uh, colonization um, had such a dramatic effect.
2: In decisions ahead of the trial, Judge Catherine Lybrand has declined to throw out Brees and King's suit. Most recently, she denied the district's motion for summary judgment, which would have avoided a trial, saying that the district hadn't fully proven the value wasn't religious. The bench trial is set to run Tuesday and Wednesday in Ketchikan Superior Court. Reporting in Ketchikan, I'm Regan Miller.
0: Alaska's mariculture industry was awarded $49 million in federal funding last year to develop the state's burgeoning kelp market. Now, industry leaders are looking across the Pacific Ocean for inspiration on how to keep the state's kelp scene growing. KMXT's Kirsten Dobreth reports.
4: Nick Mangini is a kelp farmer and mariculture director for the Southwest Alaska Municipal Conference. He was in South Korea earlier this month touring kelp farms and processing facilities. Asian countries, including South Korea, make up the bulk of the world's kelp market.
3: Every time I go to a conference or something where it's all mariculture-related business people, whether that be farmers or industry, you kind of get this buzz and everybody gets excited. and It's what keeps us going right now.
4: Mangini and his colleagues are looking to countries like South Korea for inspiration, as Alaska overcomes well-documented hurdles in its own budding industry. For one, the state has a processing gap when it comes to kelp. That's where Mangini says the South Korean farmers have a big advantage.
3: They bring in the kelp and hand lay it out in a field and let it air dry where we don't have that climate that would allow that, number one, and the rules through the FDA are just going to be way too stringent to make something like that happen.
4: Mangini says many kelp farms in South Korea also use seaweed and shellfish cultivation in tandem to maximize their crop.
3: 70% of the species of kelp that's the most similar to what I grow comes straight off a farm and goes straight into an abalone culture to feed the abalone year-round.
4: The South Korean visit was sponsored by the World Wildlife Fund and included other kelp farmers and processors from North America and Europe. Mangini says connecting with them was just as informative as meeting with the trip South Korean hosts.
3: Bouncing ideas off each other, talking about the design of our farms, the way that they process in New England, possibilities for future collaborations with people from the East Coast and the West Coast, people from Canada and Alaska, um, even... Into Europe.
4: Mangini was one of Alaska's first kelp farmers. He put in his application for a plot by near island right near the city of Kodiak in 2016 and harvested his first crop the year after that. Two other people started out the same year as him. It's taken off since then. And just last year, Alaska kelp farmers harvested 650,000 pounds of seaweed. That's a tiny fraction compared to South Korea's production. But Mangini says Alaska's mariculture industry has the potential to be a leader by volume, just like its fin fish fisheries. He says another big step is getting commercial fishermen to see the industry's value as a source of income in between fishing seasons.
3: I would just hope that we could work together and they could see this as an opportunity for them to use their boats or even, you know, have their own farms in the future.
4: Mangini says with federal funds on the way, there's real momentum for the industry in the state. He's hopeful lessons learned from the trip will help ease some of the growing pains. In Kodiak, I'm Kirsten Dobrath.
0: I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a look at the weather for Sitka for today, Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023. Today, rain high near 51, south winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, chance of precipitation is 100%. New precipitation amounts between a quarter and a half of an inch possible. Tonight, rain mainly before 4 a.m., low around 40, west wind 5 to 10 miles per hour, chance of precipitation is 100%, new precipitation amounts between a quarter and a half of an inch possible. And looking forward to tomorrow, Wednesday, May 3rd, a 30% chance of rain before 10 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 50. West winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. You're tuned in to your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Good morning.